This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey gang, thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. This is Zach Brittle. Usually I'm here with Laura Heck. She's not here with me today. Last time I talked to her, she was... I don't know, sipping wine at some hotel bar in Green Bay or Minneapolis or something. Anyway, she abandoned me this week, so I have two new um, co-hosts that I have added to the Marriage Therapy Radio roster, and I'm excited to speak with them about how to raise a teenager. As always, it's a cool conversation, so stick around. Yeah, so Laura's gone. I'm really excited to have new co-hosts. Um... One of my favorite shows on ESPN is a show called Highly Questionable, and it's with Dan and Poppy. And Dan and Poppy always have um, different co-hosts that come in when the other ones aren't there, and sometimes they switch seats. So with Laura gone, I've got two of my favorite co-hosts, and they actually happen to be specialists in how to raise teenagers. So ladies, um, welcome. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I've got Abby here. Abby's 17. I've got Mary. Mary's 13. Abby, give me, um, I don't know, give me, give us 90 seconds. Who are you? What What are you about? What's your deal? Well, I'm newly, newly 17 as of the first. Um, I'm of just, January. Of, yeah, of January. Um, I'm a junior in high school with a lot of anxiety and no filter, um, among other things. I'm an actress, so I... I'm yeah, I do theater at my school, but I also do um, professional television <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I work um, in L.A. sometimes on uh, a show called Schooled and have also done um, a Netflix series in the past. Um, I get really stressed out about school. I have some cool friends um, and my dad is a marriage therapist with a podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. And Mary, <laughs> you're 13. And tell me, tell me a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, <laughs> no, this I'm is where Mary, you say words. Yeah. <laughs> I go to school. I'm a seventh grader. Um, I was just recently in a show called A Christmas Story at Driftwood. Yeah. Um, I just recently got back into soccer. Um, we had a tournament this weekend. We got into the semifinals, but we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, school is nice. I have a lot of good friends. Um, I'm doing well in classes. Except um, for science. Except for science. I have a yep. scene in science. Don't tell anyone. It's really okay. bad. Won't. But um, I have a lot of good friends at school that I can connect with. And I really like doing sports and sometimes and something sports. very important happened to you just now. What happened before we started oh, the podcast? Yeah, My dad wanted me to pull out my tooth during the podcast. So I like wiggled it and then it came out. So oh. yeah. mm-hmm. my yeah. question is why are you still like, I don't know. It's just weird to me that you're she's still losing teeth. Yeah. But I have five more teeth to lose because I'm behind in the game. Okay. Also mm-hmm. not doing good on weight either. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not a thing. Like you just aren't as your perfect weight. Yeah. And you need to eat calories. Hey, um, so I, I have, so here's the deal. Uh, this, this podcast is called how to raise a teenager. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm only learning as I go, but we have lots of questions from listeners and we have lots of questions from myself. I have questions for you both and I want you to answer them for people. So let's say, well, actually, let me ask you this question. Um, you guys can take turns. It doesn't matter to me, but what is it like to be a teenager in 2020? Like what's the, what's the deal? Cause I was a teenager in 19, 89. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have, mm -hmm. um, well, we didn't have the internet. That was the main thing, but, um, <laughs> everything we knew, we knew because it was like, uh, we experienced it. It was right in front of our face, but I want to know, like for you guys, it's 13 and 17. What, what is it like to be a teenager? Um, I think it's really hard. <laughs> I think it's a unique time to be a teenager. And I think like the main, like I think adults ask this question a lot and they expect us to, to talk about our phones or about electronics or whatever, but that's just kind of like life for us. And I wouldn't say that like, I mean, I don't really know anything different than that. So it's just kind of integrated into my life and um, just kind of the way it works. But like when you think of that, when I, when you ask that question, like the first thing that came to my mind is just trying to deal with, um, I guess, what we hear in the news and what our planet is coming to, I guess. I don't know. At least for me, like a big stressor in my life is feeling like I need to um, or feeling like I'm responsible for the future of my country, the future of my um, planet, which in a way I am. But we're also like, I feel like teenagers are set up to um kind of take the fall for a lot of stuff that adults have done hmm. so i don't know it's just very stressful just very it's a lot to think about um and i mean history repeats itself so i'm sure like these these instances aren't new to to kids but um i don't know it just feels very um Weighted, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I yeah. It's also a lot of pressure on teenagers just in general with school and um, like it's harder than ever to get into colleges um, like for us than it was for people who are now adults. Like um, it's a lot harder. Also, the whole technology thing is a thing. I, I think it m makes a lot of things easier to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, there's also a whole new world of um, problems that opens up with a telephone or with social media. So what you're saying is that a lot of what you're experiencing as a teenager is connected to the fact that technology makes information almost impossible to ignore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that creates a stress or strain or whatever. Yeah. But I think information has always been there no matter what. Like even if it's not on your phone, it's on your it's on your doorstep or it's um coming from your mom or from your friends or whatever. I don't know. I I don't think I don't think that technology is as big of a deal as other people do or that uh older generations do. But 
people like to blame technology for a lot of stuff, but cool. So for those of you who, um, well, all of you who cannot see what we're talking about, the Abby and Mary and I are in three different rooms on three different cameras. Um, Abby is very thoughtful about her, um, experience as a teenager. I don't think I'm saying exactly what I mean though. Like I I still think I'm kind of messing up, but Mary, my 13 year old is playing comedian um, with her glasses and her hair and her facial expressions. But Mary, I, I want to ask you a serious question. Midge? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. What What is it like for you? You're 13. What does it mean to be a 13-year-old teenager in Seattle in 2020? First thing I want to say is social media. A what lot of mean? people at my school... You don't have, have social media. I know, exactly. But let me say what I want to say. <laughs> A lot of people at my school have social media and they do TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram. And that makes me sad because I want social media. But Wait a second. School, hold on, hold on, hold on. The hold thing on. about social media is it's taking up our school. And okay. And I don't like it. And everyone like, you're like, if they're like, if you're like, I don't have TikTok. TikTok or Snapchat. They're like, you don't have TikTok or Snapchat? You don't have social media? Oh my God. And that makes me upset and it hurts my feelings. Mary, do you not like it because it's creating, um, it's isolating you because you don't have something that other people have? Or you do you not like it because it keeps you, um, it keeps you separated from like the, whatever's happening in the world? It kind of keeps me separated, but also makes me feel like, not totally connected. Like I feel like kind of like a, like lower class. Hmm. Um, but I'm um, also fine without it too. Cause I have great friends that I can hang out with. Talk to me um, more about that. Tell us more about like what it means to connect with your friends in real time. Well, we have this thing at school called quiet lunch where you can go into like this, the orchestra room and like have quiet, like lunch, it'd be totally quiet. Um, and I go, I met some friends when I was there once and now we have like this tech strand and we hang out and it's fun to see them at school. It's always something I look forward to. And I don't, I have a lot of friend outside of school too. And I like connecting with those people when I can. Okay, cool. So when I asked you both about what is it like to be a teenager in 2020, you both kind of went to um, sort of the the impact of technology or social media and that that's a big deal. Is that, is I that a fair not. thing? I, I, no, I did not I do. say that. I think that is a big deal. I, I said the exact opposite. Well, like for Abby, since she's in high school, it's a bit different. But in middle school, social media, like if you don't have social media, you're like not cool. And okay. I don't really in care your school. about in your school. Yeah, I don't care about not being cool. I don't want to be like one of those cool kids, but I like being where I am right now. And but okay. social media is a big thing at my school. So, Abby, um, let me especially hold on, especially like TikTok dances. Oh, that's okay. a big thing. Oh, OK. And yeah. they're like, you don't know what that is. And I'm like, OK. Back off and go. All right. So, but Abby, you said you said the exact opposite, but I heard you say that, that the, the impact end. of, 
the impact of like all of this information is actually pretty overwhelming. Did I hear that right? wrong? You get that inner inner information regardless of if you have an iPhone or not. Yeah, but if you're if you have a if if the paper is being delivered on your doorstep, you have to actually go out of your way, open it up, take some time, make a cup of coffee, read it for a while. Those, uh, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, because we're trying to figure out how to parent teenagers. It, it seems like the the phone is delivering you this content all the time. Is that am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, no, you're you're not wrong, but. Like, I don't think that's, Hey, I just don't people. think that's Did you hear what she said. Different. She said, you're not wrong. I taught her that. I, I just don't think that's different than any other time. I don't think that's unique to 2020 in my opinion. I mean, like in the sixties or when, tell me about okay, the 60s. Okay. When like the civil rights movements were like super popular, those people didn't like kids in, in high school, they knew exactly what was going on because it was happening to them. It was happening in their schools. It was happening um, outside their doors and to their neighbors and, and like that. And they would hear about it through word of mouth and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think that's really any different than having a telephone and a telephone. Oh my God. A smartphone, like tell you about it. <laughs> I um, and I don't know. I just, I guess maybe I'm just trying to defend, maybe I'm hearing myself defend technology in a way, but it's seriously like, it's a part of who I am. And I think it's done a lot to help us and a lot to help things. And I don't think that we should just be blaming iPhones all the time. I but agree. A hundred percent. Like, but I just think, no. I don't think that's unique to 2020. I think part of connecting with your kid is not blaming, um, the, the smartphone or like using that as an excuse for why hundred percent. And I think that's one thing that's interesting is, so you guys are 17 and 13, I'm 46. And so for me and most people who listen, nah, most, I don't know, people who listen to this podcast, like we have those of us who are 46 ish or even say 30, I don't know, seven ish. We didn't uh, discover the internet until we were in college. Literally, we didn't have our first email addresses. We didn't have anything called had, a cell phone or a smartphone. You had phones in your house. You could call each other on. We had landlines in our house, yeah. for sure. Um, but we didn't have, like, have access TV. to information all the time. And With so it is a different then. thing. Yep, that's true. But it wasn't constantly fed to us. And this is the thing that's actually interesting. So take ESPN. Let's not even talk about the news. I remember the time when, if I wanted to understand what was happening on the scoreboard, I had to wait until the evening news went through the first 20 minutes of television. And then I learned all the scores that were basically local. And then ESPN came around and all of a sudden we had access to all sports news all the time. And you guys are living in that environment. You have access to any piece of information that you want mm -hmm. at any time, which is really cool. Okay. Um, and I think it's different. And I think we have to create space as parents to understand that the environment that we grew up in is not the environment you're growing up in. That's a like number one thing about parenting okay. teenagers, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know how proud I am to be doing this podcast with my kids. And um, since we're on the topic of parenting, I wanted to let you know about a resource that I found, especially for men. It's called the good dad project. 
or the dad edge. Um, I came across it a few weeks ago because their founder, a guy named Larry, asked me to be on their podcast, and it was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. And then I became part of their network. And so for those of you who are looking to connect, especially dads, to a community of folks who just want to make an impact for good, I would encourage you to check out the Good Dad Project. In fact, if you go to the gooddadproject.com and click on the podcast, you'll see that mine called How to Argue is there and I would love for you to check it out. And also if you're interested in being a part of the community, I would endorse it. I'm not an evangelist yet, but I am enjoying my own participation and I would hope the same for you. So check it out. The Good Dad Project, The Dad Edge. And again, if you just want to hear a little bit more about what I think about parenting and how to argue, check out the podcast. It's a cool one. Thanks. And now back to my girls. All right. So now I have questions. I have, I have two questions that come from me directly. Then we have a listener question and then we have a, uh, about teenagers and we have a listener question that is not about teenagers at all. So like I'm going to start with me. Gone already. <laughs> gone already? Yeah, no one's listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think you're wrong. I think you guys okay. are superstars. All right. So <laughs> Mary, because I'm looking at you and your, um, you don't even know who this is, but you're like risky business glasses that you're wearing right now. <laughs> um, Mary, I want you to ask, answer a question for me. So if I am the parent of a teenager and which I am, and I want to be of help to my teenager and I have ideas, thoughts, opinions. Um, I actually think I know some stuff and I want that teenager to listen to me, to like, take my advice, to, I don't know if it's like super cold outside, wear a hat or something. What's the best way for me to help them? What, what, what should I do? If I, if I, if I know it's super cold outside, or if I know that they should probably have some protein, or if I know that they should probably, um, you know, spend some time, um, do we I don't know, taking a nap after a busy weekend and they don't want to do that. What's the best thing for me to do? Just let them be, dude. Seriously, though, there are a, a half a million people listening to you right now. And and half of if, a million. <laughs> well, sort of. Wait, what? There's a lot of people listening and they they're struggling because they want to <laughs> they want to correct and direct their kids. But their kids don't want their correction and direction. What is the best way for those parents? And I, I want you to be of help to parents to correct and direct their kids maybe just like maybe talk to them like in a way that can they can relate to like something that would make it quote unquote funnier which funnier funner which yes is a word in the urban dictionary um but like the real dictionary too but like, think of it as like, make it fun for them to hear. Okay. Like, don't be like, put a hat on because it's cold outside. Be like, hey, I heard like something is outside. And if you wear a hat, you'll be better or something. I, right. Okay, Mary, Mary, I know you're smarter than what you're saying. So this morning we were leaving the house and you had a soccer game and it was going to be super duper cold. 
And I said, hey, why don't you take this hat just in case your head gets old? And you said, I don't need it. I don't want it. And da, da, da. how could I have made that funnier or better? Like, what could I have done just to get you say, to say, and, it, and maybe I don't need to get you to say, yeah, I'll take the hat. But like, what do you need? What do I need to do to help you like put that hat in your bag? Be funnier? No, just I I don't if if I don't need it then then I don't need it. Maybe just bring it with you in can case. Can I ask a question? You I can, but no. How to wait? Why do you want her to have the hat, Dad? That's a good question. Why is it really important to you that she has the hat? Well, the hat nece- isn't necessarily the best um, example, but it's more like if I'm a grown up and I think I know what's best for you and you disagree. But since I'm 46 and you're 13, I might be right. What's the best way for me to honor and protect your independence without like taking over and also making sure you have a hat if you're cold? Mm-hmm. I've totally stunned you both. That's awesome. I love it. So it's hard. Oh, I didn't ch- know that you were asking me. What you're telling just, me though is what you're telling me though is parenting teenagers is hard. Is that true? Well, yeah, but like, okay. Okay. But like with the hat, why is it so important to you that she has a hat? Maybe she, she doesn't listen to you and then she doesn't have a hat. And then, so are you trying to prevent her from getting cold or are you trying to com- prevent her from complaining later? Um, it seems like you're looking question. out for yourself more than you're looking out for her about the hat. Well, actually, I didn't take the hat this morning. So what I did was I just said, OK, fine, you have no hat. But what I wanted to say was, hey, maybe there's a way for me to help you, even if you don't want my help. And that's actually the question I'm asking, which is how do we help you if you don't want our help? No help. <laughs> both of both of my children are speechless which is amazing no i mean i mean well first of all why does it matter so much that we get no, that you're, help you're missing you're and missing also Michael. okay but okay. what's the point okay i'm curious because it's like you're saying if how do we help you if you don't want help the answer is right there we don't want help so why are we so why are you still trying to help us because i love you <laughs> Right, but like, what if we're people too who know who know ourselves and know what we? Yes, this is this is actually the question that I'm asking on behalf of all the people who are listening. If I love my kid, and I think I know what's best for them, and they disagree, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Those are my experts, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Maybe just try. Not a parent. <laughs> Maybe just say it in okay. a fun way. Can like, we like raise like, the stakes a little bit? Because okay, like, yeah. happening is like, like, like that's fine. That's Ooh, totally fine. Let's raise the stakes. Me. Let's raise the stakes a little bit, Abby. I don't know. I'm so not a parent. I'm a that's kid. Fine. I know, but you're the one. You can help us. Like this is your moment. Um, okay, Abby. Um, let's say my kid is. Um, stressed out, anxious, doesn't know how to deal with her life, her grades, her friends, her, her 
career, her like moment, her, her place in life. We can tell that's a very hypothetical question. These are hypothetical, mm-hmm. completely hypothetical. Right. Okay. And she wants, <laughs> and she wants some support and love. Mm-hmm. What is the best way for me to care about my irrational, emotional, like sort of untethered teenager mm-hmm. who isn't necessarily connected to an actual reality. Mm. Mm-hmm. What should we do? What, 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 how, how do I, how do we parent that teenager? Well, hypothetically, hypothetically, of course, if that teenager was in your life. Yes. <clears throat> <clears throat> Um, cut that out Jason just skip right to where I start talking about what I I know that I'm going to say stop laughing at me okay if I knew the answers it would be fixed by now right okay here's the thing I'm in therapy so So if your kid is anxious and <laughs> no, okay, here's and overwhelmed. When okay, I go okay, I'm gonna just talk. Okay, wait. Hypothetically, hypothetically, this person is feeling lost or sad, um, or like she physically can't get out of her bed, or um, he, or he, they physically can't get out of their bed. Um, I think okay, this is really hard to like translate into like pronoun <laughs> stuff. So I'm just gonna talk about myself. So when I'm feeling like that, I think that like what I would want is for sometimes I just want someone to come in and just like help me map it out. Like I like to have a plan and I like like I like to know exactly what's expected of me. And um I like to um just make a clear plan I like to make lists and stuff but sometimes I'm not always good at doing that myself and sometimes my brain just gets so overloaded that I can't I don't have the capacity to do that by myself and so instead of um doing that my brain just sort of shuts down and my body shuts down and the only option is um anxiety and laying in my bed (laughs) um because it's a lot easier and so what I always appreciate is when my mom will come in or whatever and I'm feeling really stressed out and she'll just sit and like um, kind of like zoom out for me a little bit. She like will take everything and just zoom out and then just point out all the things that are actually happening and what we can do to help them. And then I will take those those steps to get there. I just sometimes need a little bit of help and I feel like that's sort of the same way in school. Um, like if I could just get a teacher to like meet with me and talk to me because I hate school and my brain doesn't understand a lot of the stuff that I'm learning in school. Um, I think I do pretty well in school, but it takes a lot to get there. Um, and I just really feel overwhelmed. So I don't know. I always like it when someone's just super patient with me and super um and super loving with me um I really always appreciate that instead of just being like it's okay Abby you're fine you're gonna be fine like everything's fine it's not that big of a deal instead of just like saying that actually like sitting down 
and helping me and not sitting down and saying, what can I do for you? Because that's never been helpful for me. And I don't really think that's ever been helpful for anyone. When I was in lifeguard training, like we learned that if you're going down to a person and you're talking to a person who maybe just had like a drowning scare or who got a cut or whatever, going up to them and saying, what can I do to help you is never helpful because they already have enough stress and they are in trauma. They're in crisis. And so why would you ask them what you can, what they can do, what to do when you could just do something, hmm. you know? Cause like, I don't think that person knows what they need. And so I don't know, or maybe I'm just sort of helpless <laughs> and incapable, but no, I don't not, know. That's just you're like not. what I feel. I don't know. I, 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 I it leads to me getting be- beating myself up even more because then I'm like, well, you can't even do this on your own. You're 17 years old. And so that like always really that it's just a spiral for me. So I don't know. All right. So this is um, a really weird transition because I'm saying, I totally hear you. What I want to do is uh, congratulate you and applaud you for your courage to admit that on like public radio or whatever this is. I don't know any of these people. That's I don't fine. know what they know about me either. What do they know about <laughs> me, Dad? No, I feel like nothing. you talk about me on here. Shh. What? I'm saying Shh. I love you. I think you're mm-hmm. amazing. Thanks. And thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that what you've said is helpful to people because it sounds like what you're saying is the way to parent a teenager is to like listen to them and just let them like figure it out because it's challenging right now. And I'm actually kind of in that. And I I think I might learn from this podcast. So I hope others do too. Um, but I want to, um, we, Laura and I, as co-hosts, we try to finish pretty early and we're beyond our time limit. So I'm going to ask you guys two more questions. Um, first is for Mary, Mary, I want you to be as kind as possible. What is it like to have a dad who is a marriage therapist? I think it's pretty cool because I get to talk to him about stuff and ask him questions about like what's real and what's happening with like people's marriages and stuff. Um, I also kind of like when I'm in the area by his work, I'm like, Oh daddy has a counselor right now. Or daddy has a little client. And why don't we just go and be like, hi clients. Hi, hi, I'm the daughter. Um, but it's cool to be like, to friends they'd be like what's your dad's like what do your parents do and I'm like well my mom is a fashion stylist and my dad is a marriage therapist and they're like what's a marriage therapist exactly and I'm like well he goes to his office and he meets with clients and clients that are either having problems with their marriage and they and he gives them advice and helps them out with what they're going through. Um, and people are like, oh, that's really cool. So I like to talk about my dad like that, about his job and what he does. Thanks, babe. Okay, I'm just going to say one thing about that. Um, it's kind of funny because I feel really nervous about like when I'm going to be in a relationship someday and how my dad's just going to have so much better insight on that relationship than I might. So it makes me like nervous that I'm, I don't know. That's all. 
So I okay, guess but I you also know that I will never, I'll never like intervene in your relationship unless it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's like it just even if you like that one guy. One guy. guy I've never been in a relationship before, Dad. I know, but the, remember that thing about the thing from oh yes, the the, the man child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, do you guys want to answer a question from a reader? Sure. Okay. <laughs> this is something. So we get questions from um, the internet. And they ask us, like, what do we think about things? So I'm going to let you guys weigh in. Okay. Um, I just started listening to your podcast. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, I'm wondering if you're ever in touch on the topic of what to do when your spouse has problems, when you and your spouse have problems, and one person is willing to go to therapy, but the other person isn't. Um, they don't want to go to therapy because they don't need help from a stranger. Um, what do you think about that? You're asking us that question? Hit it, Abby. I'm asking you both, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I feel like I'm talking so much, but um, I am in, I go to therapy, and at first it was really hard for me to do that because it was a stranger, but that stranger is an expert at talking to you about your problem, and they know a lot more about you about your problem than you do. And they're literally an expert in how to help you. So it's like going to the doctor if you had a broken leg. It That's like saying that you don't want a, a stranger to touch your leg. <laughs> I love it. Like, Midge, what do you think? That person is so much smarter than you. And it's like a doctor. So just, it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's Mary, what do you think? Can you repeat the question? I, the question is, I'm I'm married to somebody and the person I'm married to doesn't want to go to therapy because they don't want a stranger to help them with their relationship. Or like in your case, like the couples or in in this case, right. the couple's relationship. Yeah. So I used to be go to a, um, a therapist about my like stuff, mostly with my family. Um, Riddles and have all been in therapy, you guys. <laughs> My first, the first few days I went to um, my therapist, it was really weird because I didn't want to like tell her all this stuff about me because like, what if they're a ripoff? What if they're not actually like, what if they made it all this way to just tell these people like bad things and stuff? And it was really scary for me actually, but I got to really connect with her and it was in the end, it was a really nice experience for me to have. And I felt a lot better in the end. So I think right, cool. if this is someone that you've heard on, like, for example, podcasts or shows, or you've heard them from friends, then I would just give them a shot because they could help you with your entire life. Very cool. So I think, I think I heard two things. One is if you are trying to parent a teenager who may or may not be struggling, maybe therapy is a good option. Maybe that can help be a part of how you parent them. In terms of the listener question, um, I love this question. I get it a lot, which is what happens when I want to come to therapy, but my partner doesn't. Um, in part because they think they can fix themselves. Like they, they're, they're okay helping themselves. And then I, I just kind of go to this place where I'm like, do they, 
I don't know, do they fill their own cavities? Do they replace their own brakes, distill their own whiskey, chop their own firewood when they go on vacation? Are they flying the plane? Not generally. Generally, a stranger's doing that. And so if you're serious about getting healthy, if you're serious about taking care of yourself, then you need to let strangers help you, mm -hmm. um, especially if you can't do it for yourself. So what I want to say first or in closing is you guys are amazing. My favorite co-host so far. And um, I thank you. And I, um, I love you both. And is there anything else that you want to say before we sign off? Mm, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for asking us to do this. Sorry if I talk too much. <laughs> Sorry if I Baby didn't girl. talk enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, base, and also basically parenting teenagers is hard. Yes, it's hard, but it's also cool. Because teenagers are cool. They're Show your teenagers cool you this podcast. and to them, okay? And, and let, like, I let... So if you're listening and you shut up, Abby, let me talk. If you have, if you're listening to this and you have a teenager, go to them and maybe show them this podcast, even though they'll probably be like, "Ugh, I don't want to listen to your stupid podcast. But it'll, it'll let them have a point of view from someone like another teenager. Yeah, they're and, smarter than you give them credit for. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. And maybe we sometimes good? they just don't want you to talk to them. They're real or people you don't too. Okay. Say every single day, how <laughs> was your day? And have to explain everything that happened. Also, okay, and I want to say this. Teenagers face. <laughs> you need to give them a longer leash. That's the main complaint I hear from my friends is and like teenagers and stuff is that their parents are so over protective and stuff like that so this doesn't really have anything to do with anything that my dad asked me but i just wanted to say that so you guys knew that so oh there's this tiktoker lady she's so cool she talks about it and she's like shut it down shut like, it down she's like the psa on parenting and you guessed it not gonna be popular and that haunts me in my sleep it is scary the way she says that and then she talks about like 360 and blah, blah, blah. Okay. You guys, sometimes I'm going to I down. don't agree with you, but it's okay. So, I love it's you okay. both. Thank Dad. you so much. Dad, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, fun fact. Whenever Laura records her outro, I'm usually making a funny face at her and she tries not to laugh, but she again is not here. She abandoned me. So I will thank you personally for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio and for the time and attention you're putting into your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Laura always wonders who came up with that. She thinks it might've been her, but it was definitely me. Anyway, signing off. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.